Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. All right. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in tonight to Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. Today we have a great show lined up for you. We have two of the hottest NPC and IFBB pro bikini competitors. I have been following these women since I started competing, and there's been um, women that I've looked up to, so I'm so happy to have them on the show tonight. So before we get started, uh, this show is brought to you by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you're interested in being a drug-free athlete or just looking for the best supplements on the planet that represent a drug-free lifestyle, check out P4P Muscle at p4pmuscle.com. And if you see anything that you would like to try on p4pmuscle.com, you can use my code MELINDA, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, for 15% off your purchase. So, again, we have two of the hottest NPC and ISBB Pro women, um, two of the hottest that I think that are out there. So I'm very excited to have them on the show. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, but I have Naima Thompson. She is a nationally qualified NPC bikini competitor, among many other things, which she will get into when she introduces herself. And I have Andriana Calhoun, who is uh, an ISBB Pro, and I've actually been following her before she won her pro card, and I just I love her look and her stage presence, so I'm super happy to have both of them on the show today. But no one wants to listen to me talk, so I'm going to go ahead and have Naima first start and um, introduce herself, and she will let you know a little bit more um, about herself. So go ahead, take it away. Um, hi, guys. Um, my name is Naima Thompson. I'm 24 years old. I'm going into my third year of competing. Um, I absolutely love what I do. Um, I started um, three years ago, just like everyone else, really wanting to get fit, and I decided to really take competing to the next level. Um, I started doing shows here and there, and I was fortunate last year to win the title of Gifted Nutrition um, Olympian Model Champion and um, in Vegas. And so I just have really big goals of hopefully becoming like Andriana and IFBB Bikini Pro. That would be amazing. Um, I also, right now, I'm modeling for, I model on HSN with um, Tony Little. I do a couple of his products here and there. And I model for CQ Swimwear now as well. And I just look forward to um, modeling more and um you know, really doing what I do, competing more, and reaching my my goals. And, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Thank you. I'm really excited to have you on today. And, Andriana, why don't you go ahead and let the audience know a little bit more about yourself. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is doing awesome. My name is Andriana Calhoun, and I am an IFBB Bikini Pro Athlete. I am very passionate about what I do on a daily basis. It's a part of my life. Um, I've been doing it for about three and a half years. And a lot of people ask me, you know, what made me get started into health and fitness? Well, the real reason is um, when I was in ninth and 10th grade, I struggled with an eating disorder. I had anorexia and bulimia. And I struggled with it for about seven, eight years. And I went through treatment and, you know, nothing just ever really worked. And so, um, what I did is I prayed about it, and I reached out to my sister and my mom, and we found a solution that in order to be healthy on the outside, you must be healthy from within. So I did a lot of soul searching and, you know, trying to find balance with life and school and um, growing up being an adult. And so um, I found my passion in competing. Um, I fell in love with it back in 2013. It was my first show, and um, I was fortunate enough to place second in my first show, and then I started competing nationally, and then I won my pro card at the uh, 2014 Embassy National Championship, and let me tell you, 
man, that was a ride. <laughs> um, but it was a really, really great ride. It took a lot of discipline, a lot of dedication and passion um, to achieve that goal. And as for now, I'm just trying to really focus on, you know, continue to find balance, you know, in season and off season, you know, not having that distorted image of my body and just loving who I am on a daily basis, no matter what I look like. And also letting other girls know to have confidence in themselves so that they can achieve their goals, no matter if it's health or fitness or, you know, going to school, et cetera. So that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, well, I'm excited to have you both on, and I think by you both being on and getting your stories out there, you're going to be inspiring people that are listening in. So you, um, you kind of just answered what I was going to go into for my first question. So, Naima, what drove you to start competing in bikini shows? Oh, well, I mean, growing up, I, I don't know if you guys have this in your high school, but we had a bodybuilding show in high school. And my junior year, I mean, I've never been a very large girl. Um, I was just medium size. But junior year of high school, I, you know, I can't, I went, or sophomore year of high school, I saw the show and saw these, you know, people, you know, that were my age competing on stage. And, you know, I saw how much, you know, how much fun they had, their transformations. And I was really inspired and inspired. And I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So... <laughs> My junior year, you know, I got with my mom. My mom, you know, she's always been into running, so she'd run. And she you know, she struggled with her weight um, all her life. So she taught herself how to eat right, you know, how to exercise. And so she kind of instilled those same principles in me. I mean, she would show me how to portion my food. She taught me my basic lifts. I mean, I never even really had a gym membership at, to begin with. I actually, um, we had a garage and we had a bench and a couple of dumbbells. And my mom would show me everything on the bench with the dumbbells. That's it. We had nothing else. So my first year um, doing um, the competition, I didn't win. And I was so upset because I was so close. So I came in first in the class. And then my my senior year, I said, you know, I'm going to win that title. And in high school, it was called um, Mrs. Cougar, Miss Cougar. So I second year or the second year of doing it, I um, did the same thing. I joined this time. I joined a gym. I had a coach, and I won. I won, and I was very very happy um, and satisfied. And I wanted to pursue it further, but I didn't really know where to start. Um, bikini, uh, figure was very popular at the time. Bikini wasn't really there, and I was very small at the time, so I needed more time to kind of grow, so I, that's when I started going to college. I got my degree in international studies in French, kind of took a turn. I wanted to go into the Peace Corps because I love language, I love traveling, I wanted to help others, and I wanted to continue that until I noticed that there was bikini shows. So I saw an ad about, well actually I had a girlfriend, and she wanted to compete. And she said, you know what, Naeem, I'm going to do this show, I'm going to do this show in February. And it was ASBB, um, Clearwater Supernatural show. Very small, very local. She said, you should do this with me. I said, okay, let's, let's try it. We're going to try it. So we did a, a nine-week prep. And, um, you know, she taught me some of the old things that I used to do with my mom in the gym. And I did that show, and I won my first in my class. And I said, you know what, this is a calling. <laughs> I said, I have to do this. So as soon as I graduated from college... I started to um, compete in more and more shows, get nationally qualified, and now here I am just trying to shoot for that pro card. And, um, you know, as a kid, I always wanted to model. That was something I always wanted to do, but I was only 5'5". I wasn't the tiniest girl. And as I started working out and seeing my body transform, seeing how my genetics are, my makeup, my build, um, I started to realize that this could really be something that I could be good at. So I started to find, um, you know, that passion within and just kind of trying to believe in myself that I can do this. So that's where I am right now, just trying to continue, never give up. Um, same thing with Andriana, trying to find that balance. It's very, very hard. And I know we're going to touch more on that subject about balance because, I mean, as soon as you start competing, everything opens up. But, um, but yeah, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, what um, what do you guys and Andreana, you can start with us. 
what do you find to be your biggest obstacle um, when you start prep and your biggest obstacle in the off-season? When I start prep, the biggest obstacle that I face is um, learning how to um, intake all that food and then um, starting to do cardio and, you know, I, I get really discouraged when I'm like, okay, I still have eight weeks and I look like this. And then you go on social media, I'm like, oh, my God, why does she look like that? Oh, my God, I'm competing against her. So my biggest challenge starting prep is actually believing in myself and believing that I'm going to make it to that stage and I'm going to bring the best package and not comparing myself to others. That's the biggest challenge going into prep. Now, in yep. off season, the biggest challenge is not going back to my old ways, like having an eating disorder and, you know, not loving what I look like. Because, you know, you look like that for one day. You know, you're water depleting, you're carb loading, you're dry. And to see your body go from that to, like, a big fluff ball, if you're not careful of what you intake after stage, you know, it's it's a mental toll. I mean, it's it's a mental roller coaster, and that's that's the hardest thing is seeing my body go from – lean to like okay this is what I look like pretty much going back to my natural body but um in off season I do my best to find balance and not overindulge in eating whatever I want right after a show because that's the biggest mistake anyone can make that's the toughest part because you're just you put all the work in and you finish the show and especially if you place well you're like I deserve a whole pizza but yes yeah I mean it's that, no, I, I'll I let myself binge eat for one meal at night, not binge eat, but like have whatever I want, mm-hmm. and then the next morning I have to get back on like a reverse diet because if I don't, my body just has been so used to eating so clean, it just does not work with me. I get I am a miserable person, so um, I definitely well. can relate to that. Oh yeah, I can definitely relate to that, but um. How about you, um, Naima? What what struggles do you face with prep and in the off season? I'm sure they're very relatively the same for all of us, but everyone's got a different perspective. So, um, I would say like really believing in myself and really um, trying to find that mentality that you can actually do it. Tuning everything out, you know. I guess what she touched on, like social media and stuff. You really can't look at those things because pictures can be skewed. You have filters and it's really not about them it's about yourself um i know one thing that i tend to do is when i get into a prep i've realized you know this is this is only going to be my third year so i'm still trying to figure everything out but i notice i start sabotaging myself so i'll do really really well and then i i say to myself i'm doing too well what if i win oh no and then i like freak out and i do something i'm not supposed to do like i'll yeah something i'm not supposed to eat and then I get upset, and I'm like, why did I do that? I didn't have to do that. I'm, I'm better than this. And it's like it's that constant battle that you have over and over and over again, fighting with yourself for something that's so small, but it's because of the mentality. It's you're, you're, you're not, you know, I don't know, I guess you're just not focused. You're, you're letting everything get to you, and, you're, and instead you just need to relax and just do what you know you're supposed to be doing and let everything else yeah. kind of, you know, just... Um, go outside, but I guess the off-season, um, uh, my first off-season, I didn't know what I was doing. I just ate whatever I wanted and lived my life. Um, my second off-season, which is now, I made the same mistake. I ate what I wanted, and now I'm trying to, now I'm paying for it. Um, one thing that tends to happen is when you start eating things that you want, your body kind of starts to hold everything. So you're holding in water, you're holding in food. Um, your digestive system is a little messed up. So it, it's just something that you're going to have to um, practice and really teach yourself, you know, is it worth it? Your health comes first. And, um, and yeah, but that's definitely something that I struggle with and I'm still struggling with. But um, I, will, I will get better every single year. I feel like it's getting better every single year. And uh, it's just part of competing. So. You'll get better. Do you think? Do you, yeah, do you think the more you compete and the better you both do, the more pressure you put on yourselves year-round? Um, oh, my yes, God. I know. I've, 
I've done that. But, like, at the beginning, I was like, eh, and then, like, I'd eat, like, you know, a half a jar of peanut butter. Like, because like, I didn't know what to expect when I got on stage. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. And then I placed second in my first show. And I was like, oh, I could probably do well at this. And then I put a little more effort into my next one. And then I started being super hard on myself. Um, Same so here. So I found myself putting more pressure on myself. And now, like, you know, you both have won titles. And so do you feel a social media pressure? How about that? Yes. I, I was just talking to my mother about this. You know, she said, what's different this time than last time? I mean, my first off season, I was happy. I didn't care about anything because I didn't, I mean, I did a couple of shows I got nationally qualified, but to me it was just part of the journey. Now, I, you know, I've won a title. I'm, I'm modeling. I'm starting to notice people noticing me. I'm starting to get closer and closer to my pro card. I came really close a few times this year, and now it's like everyone starts to, you know, look at you. You have eyes on you. And that's when you yep. really start to wake up and ask yourself, who are, who am I? You know, how do I want to live my life? How how do I, you know, how, how do I want to go about my everyday life now? You know, how important is this to me? Because people are watching you, and it's not that you have to live up to their expectations, but it definitely puts a lot of pressure on you, for sure. And it's something that you're not even, it just kind of hits you. You wake up one day and you're like, wow okay, this is this is for real, you know, but um, but definitely, it's definitely done that for sure. I agree as well uh, with uh, yeah. social media. Um, but I've, the longer I compete, and especially as a pro athlete, um, I've learned to just do whatever makes me happy. And, um, and in off-season, you know, don't let myself go. You know, I still got to be better than ever before because, you know, all the pros, man, they come on point. So it's like no slack mode in or off-season. So um, I definitely do feel the pressure because um, everybody is watching you, like like she said. You know, that is it's true. I've noticed more and more, and I'm kind of taking a big break from competing but I still do modeling and some other stuff on the side, so I can't, and I don't want to let myself go, but I do feel like I have people mm-hmm. watching me, <laughs> regardless if I'm <laughs> competing or not. And I'm like, yeah, and I, I do it for myself. I don't do it for other people, but there are people still looking at you constantly for, like, motivation and just looking at what you're doing. And, of course, there's always people judging you, which we shouldn't care about anyway, but you know what happens. And it's like, it's just a lot more pressure the better you do and the more people start looking at you but you also want you know to do everything healthy and 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 show girls out there that are just starting that are kind of looking up to you guys like that you're doing things the right way and and that's why I think it's a good actually a good time to bring up um Andriana's struggle with anorexia and um you mentioned bulimia as well um what advice do you have for young girls or just girls in general, women out there that are struggling with the same thing, whether it be women that have competed and are now struggling with an eating disorder after the fact or women that have had an eating disorder and now are thinking about competing? What advice do you have for them? Um, as far as uh, anyone that is struggling with an eating disorder, whether you're young or older, um you really need to take a second and find the issue. Like, why do I have an eating disorder? You know, because everybody has different reasons. Um, my parents got a divorce. You know, I was in cheerleading. I ran track. I did gymnastics. So I wanted to be perfect, and I wanted to be noticed. So, you know, I thought it was big, and so I started losing a lot of weight. So after I found the issue of what was going on within me, you know, it's it's a stepping stone to, you know, getting help and finding that confidence in yourself and believing that you are beautiful because, you know, don't look at the girls in the magazine. Don't don't go into Walmart and go, oh, my gosh, she's pretty. Or, you know, focus on yourself. When it comes to image and bulimia and eating disorders, period, focus on yourself. Um, take a moment and, you know, start doing personal development and finding that confidence confidence within yourself, get up every morning, I'm, I'm beautiful, I can do this, God made me like this because he loves me, so 
that's my advice for people that are going through eating disorders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, for competitors, for ladies who are thinking about competing and they have a anorexia background, really want to think about if you are mentally strong enough to go through competing. Because if you are not mentally strong enough, there's no way you will be successful at competing. Something because if you go through prep, you know, and you're throwing up your food, you know, you have to have food to build muscle. You have to have food to burn energy and to burn fat. So with that being said, really take a second and really think about is this what you really want to do? Because I had to do that. You know, after competing as a pro athlete, you know, I, ha- I haven't thrown up or anything, and um, I I saw that it was really hard. And so I had to take a second and be like, okay, is this really worth it? Do I really want to do this? Does this make me happy? So just keep in mind on your goals in the long run. If you think that competing is going to help your eating disorder, then do it. Because I can honestly say fitness and health and competing and turning pro helped me. It saved my life. I can honestly say that. Because ever since I started competing, I have grown mentally stronger. And every morning I do personal development. And I can literally say I am beautiful. I am confident. I believe in myself. And I have faith that everything's going to be okay. And to this day, I'm I'm healthy. That's awesome. I'm well, thank you very much for, you know, being willing to open up about because some people are very private and don't like to talk about it publicly, and I completely understand that. But I think um, sharing struggles with things like this um, only helps others that may be struggling with the same thing because people can easily look you up on Facebook and, and look at your competition photos, and, and you guys are both beautiful women and just look fantastic on stage and have these amazing bodies and they may think that everything in your life is just perfect. And the truth is it's not. We all go through, we all go through struggles. We all grew up differently. We all have different things that we struggle with. And so it's good to know that there are these like amazing women, super hot women that get on stage and no, nothing is perfect. It's not what it seems. There are struggles that everyone goes through. Um, So I think it's great that you feel comfortable sharing that with everybody. Thank you. Let's move on to, uh, um, the doors that competing has opened up for both of you. I know that, Naima, um, you've had some opportunities being on television and modeling, but um, and you can certainly start with this question, but since competing and doing so well in your shows, what other opportunities have been brought to you in the fitness industry? Um, I would, I mean, a lot has. I mean, I... Um I, I got sponsored by DNC Supplements, which is a local store that uh, sells um, different or distributes different supplement companies. So I've been able to connect with them and kind of have like a, a fit fam, you know, right right next door. So that's really awesome because you you start to get you know really great deals in your products and you start to um, form relationships with these people who really believe in you too. So you kind of, because um, one thing I find with competing, it's really hard to find people that are on your side that care about what you're doing, that know your struggles, that you know know what you're doing, um, and why you're doing it, and understand you. So when you start competing, and you know all these supplement companies reach out to you, you they're they're like your friends. You know, at least at least in my case, when I when I started when I got sponsored by DNC Supplements, they have been my friends, and they they always have my back. Um, I guess. Another door, this kind of sounds a little silly, but when I first started competing, there's a lot of women that I um, <laughs> that I would follow, um, you being one, Melinda. Um, I would huh. watch you on social media all the time. Um, also, um, there are also um, some pros, IFBB um, Bikini Pro, Noemi Ola. You know, I watched her as well, and... I'm proud to say, like, today she's my coach. So everything that she's doing, you know, she's teaching me, and I'm kind of like a little guinea pig, so I'm honored by that. And then, you know, you asked me to be on your show, 
So, I mean, this is awesome. Now I'm on the radio talk with you, and, and it's like <laughs> it's like a dream come true, you know, being a little girl, being like, oh, I want to meet these people. Like, these girls look amazing. And now, you know, I'm talking to you. I t- text Noah and me all the time, like we're girlfriends, and, and you really start to relate to people that um, have the same passions as you do. Um, also, you know, Suits You Swimwear is a company that's local here, and they make competition bikinis, and they're uh, bikinis for bikini and figure, and um, they're a great company to work for, and, you know, they, I reached out to them, they reached back out to me um, to do a shoot, so I was able to shoot with them, and, and now I, you know, I promote their products, and um, um, just other things as well, I guess, uh, Tony Little, you know, when I, because um, I, I have a couple of um, people that I do model for, agents that I do model for, but the biggest one would have to be with Ben, and then um, going to Tony Little's auditions, and now he likes me, so I'll be doing a couple shows with him here and there, and hopefully, you know, he likes me even more and more, and then I become a regular on his TV show, and um, it just, I mean, it just opens up doors. I guess it just really depends on where you want to take it, how, you know, what your interests are, and I'm sure if you just put your mind to it, keep doing what you're doing, people are going to notice that, and they're going to they're going to want to help you, you know, so, for sure. It's before uh, Adriana starts, it's really funny, because I've been following both of you on social media <laughs> forever since I started competing, so it's kind of cool to hear that someone was looking at me, and it's, you don't know, because I don't, like, just start Facebook messaging people like, hey, I stalk you all the time. I look at your pictures. You look fantastic. Because everyone, like, finds people that they look up to for motivation um, when they go on stage. And I like, you know, I like to follow people that have been doing it for a while as well as people that were were newer at it like me at the time because it's good to give yourself a range of bodies and people that have great stage presence that you can look up to. So thank you for telling me that. But... Um, oh so yeah, was, for sure. It's really <laughs> funny that we all that I was kind of like we're both kind of watching each other. But yeah, um, I told my mom too. I said, "Oh my God, Mom, Melinda, remember that girl I used to show you pictures of all the time?" <laughs> that's too, that's too funny. <laughs> but um, Andriana, how about you? What um, other fitness opportunities has competing um, brought into your life? Um, I have uh, numerous of sponsors, and um, just to me, the most thing that um, fitness and health and competing and everything that goes along with it has opened up is relationships. Relationships with young girls, relationships with people who look up to me, you know, whether they're um, a woman or a man, um, and meeting new coaches and representing brands like Strong Girl. Strong Girl is one of my supplement sponsors. Um, Amy Lean, and I use that during prep. You know, it helps me sweat. And then uh, I used to be sponsored by CJ Suits and Glam Jury and everything. So um, having a lot of sponsors to get ready for stage is what it it's done for me. And it's really awesome because it saves me a lot of money. Because, you know, those bikini suits are expensive. Oh, I my think, God. Uh, my yes, last, yeah. My last pro show, I think my suit was worth, like, $1,500. Oh, and it was sponsored. And it's really nice. So that's a really, really positive outlook on what um, competing can do for you as long as you work hard and be dedicated. And um, with one of my supplement companies, I, you know, I get $300 a month of supplements, you know, I play whey protein, BPA, you know, so it really just helps me during prep. But um, for this year, I'm really going to start, you know, start using competing as trying to get a little more modeling gigs and um, venture out and try some new different things to brand myself Um, because that's my ultimate goal. I really would love to brand myself. I've had amazing opportunities of teaching um, girls how to pose like a pro, and that's one of my passions. I absolutely love doing that, you know, um, having clients, teaching them how to um, weight train and do uh, proper meal planning and stuff like that. So 
because I would have never would have thought that I would be doing some of the stuff that I'm doing now, you know, five years ago. And I love it. Well, it's it's crazy the amount of opportunities that come available to you the more that you do this. Like, I would never imagine. I just started because one of my friends talked me into doing a show. And I was like, that'll be fun, sure, because anyone can talk me into anything when it has to do with fitness, and I'll do it. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? And then now I'm here with the blog talk radio show, and I travel around doing a bunch of cool stuff. And I'm like, how did this even happen? And I don't see yeah. even in on another point out there to people listening in, like um, the I, NPC and IFBB definitely do offer more opportunities in the area of sponsorships and in the area of just like being more well known. Um, I did natural stuff and which I am totally fine with either one of them. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I was still able to get myself out there and, and, you know, become, you know, do things that I'm doing now and have the opportunities come to me that are happening now. And I didn't compete in the ISBB. So there are other opportunities out there for women that may want to do something a little different. You can still brand yourself and you can still have opportunities come your way. So, just follow your passion of what you like, and people will take notice um, for anyone listening in. But I kind of want to go off of what Adriana was talking about with uh, stage presence and helping girls um, with their stage presence because that's something that I've watched videos of you both uh, at your shows, and you both uh, you're posing fantastic, and you have such a stage presence, and you guys just do a great job up there. So what kind of advice? Go, uh, do you have for women with their stage presence and their posing? And also, in addition to advice, like um, what goes into your prep? Like how do you guys practice your own posing and what tips do you kind of remind yourself of on stage? Anyone can start. I'll go. Um, go ahead. One thing to start out with is angles. You know, you can't, you know, watch a video and be like, oh, I'm going to do it like that. Because, you know, Everybody has a different shape. Some girls are taller than others. So um, definitely figure out what angle works best for you and then plan your posing routine off of that. Um, one thing that I do when I'm in prep is I pose every Sunday for an hour until the start of my show. And then during peak week, I pose every night before I go to sleep. And then on top of that, for practice, um, get on a carpet because I noticed lately they're starting to do shows on carpet. And then if it's not on carpet, it'll be easier to pose. Um, so definitely practice on carpet and off carpet. Um, another thing is work on your model walk. Um, the judges really look at how you walk in your heels. Do you have confidence? Is your chest up? Do you have a little bit of sass, pizzazz? Um, so definitely work on your model walk and your turns. Um, make sure your shoulders aren't looking funky and just go with it. Like a lot of girls, you know, they'll put too much thought in it. Just go with the flow. Like, man, that's your one opportunity to give the best you have is through your stage presence. Cause it's, it's probably like 50 or 60% of your score. And the judges love confidence. Like, my favorite IBB pro athlete when it comes to stage presence is India Paulino. That yes, I love it. her. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. You know, she gets out there and she does her thing and she don't care who's watching. And she's the only one who can pull that off because she just goes with it, you know. So definitely have that confidence and make sure you practice you're posing 24-7. If you can't walk in heels, start cooking in heels, cleaning the house in heels, stuff like that, so you can get comfortable comfortable in your heels. And don't go, you know, buy these seven-inch heels and expecting to pose well in them. Start off with a small hood and work your way up, because that's what I did. But, yeah, posing, I love it. <laughs> um, some advice that I – or I guess – what I used to do is um, I used to play music because a lot of times, well, most of the time when you're posing on stage, they have music going. I, I love to dance. 
So um, I'd play a lot of music, and that would get me kind of pumped up. Another thing that me and my mother used to do, she used to videotape me all the time. We'd videotape. I'd watch and watch and watch over and over and over again and continuously, you know, improve myself because when you're videotaping yourself, you can actually see your angles. You can see what works well, what doesn't work well. You can, when, um, you know, if if you get a comment like, oh, you need to be hyped up and maybe you felt like you were hyped up, well, if you do a video, you'll know exactly, you know, how you look, if you look happy, if you look dull, if you were slouching. Um, one thing that Andrea, Andrea said was, Andriana said was, you really need to... Um, not just watch a video and think, oh, I should just pose like that. You really do need to look at every single different kind of posing that's out there, what what side looks good. Either you want to do a front pose, either you want to do a side pose, um, um, you want to, I don't know, turn this way or turn that way. Um, not everything's going to look good on every single person, so it's really a good idea to figure out what works best for you. Right before a competition, starts and I'm in line, I like to really listen to the music. I do a little dance. I'm not kidding. Girls look at me like I'm crazy, but I start to dance in line because I have to loosen myself up. I start dancing. I start feeling um, the music. I start to relax. I start to not think about anything and and just kind of tune everyone out. And then I repeat over and over again because I, you know, this year I've been trying to go for my pro cards, so I repeat in my head, I'm a pro, I'm a pro, I'm a pro. So when I tell myself I'm a pro, because I already think I'm a pretty confident person anyways, but when I say that over and over again, the confidence shows on the outside. Not only in the end, but on the outside. I make sure also another thing you want to do is you want to look at those judges. You need to look at them with confidence and make sure you keep your eyes on them because you are performing for them. You know, their eyes are on you, your eyes are on them, and you, you speak to them. You know, I say that to myself, I'm a pro, and they see it. So I think that that's something that really helps. So relax, get comfortable, videotape yourself, you know, give yourself words, give your, tell yourself, you know, a little bit of words of encouragement and just, you know, and just do your thing, so. You guys both look so natural. And obviously I haven't seen you in person on stage, but the videos I've seen of you guys going up there and just pictures, um, it just you guys just like radiate on stage and you just look so comfortable. It just looks natural when you're up there. It doesn't look posed. It doesn't look like you're thinking about what you're doing. Um, and I always, I, I don't do posing classes or coaching, but I did have a friend that competed recently and I did coach her through some stuff. And I kept telling her and I'm like, you need to fake it till you make it. Like if you get on there and something doesn't go well, the judges don't know how you practice. They have no idea exactly what you were going to do when you got on stage, so you just need to go with it, even if you screw up. But, um, yeah, you guys look fantastic. And I, I'm going to post both the uh, links to your either pages that you have or um, Instagrams or whatever you guys would like me to put out there. So um, girls that are interested in, in looking at your stage presence, I would highly recommend that you guys check them out. So I will be doing that after the show on my fitness page for sure. Um, let's kind of, what do I want to go into? There's so much to talk about with you guys. Um, you guys have both had a fantastic track record as far as your placements and shows. And obviously you've both had pretty big wins in the past year. So why don't you guys each talk about like the nervousness and the feeling of waiting backstage and then how you felt when you ultimately like won what the what each of you won, like that feeling of getting on stage and, um, I don't know, in the best words you can kind of describe that to the audience. So, um, Andriana, why don't you go ahead and start? Because you won your IFBB Pro card, so. So, it took me a year to turn pro. I did four national shows, and then I finally turned pro. Um, I remember that morning, uh, Coach... Dexter and Gail were yelling at me because I, I wasn't nailing my posing. I'm not even going to lie. It looked like crap. I wasn't hitting my quarter, turn, my quarter turns correctly, and they were yelling at me. And so I was really worried about getting on stage, but as soon as my, my foot took that first step, confidence just 
erated over my body. I don't know. It was like an incredible feeling because this is how I feel when I'm on stage. I'll, I'll be really, really nervous when I'm on deck and I'm smiling at the judges and I'm looking like, oh, Lord, they're staring at me and I'm smiling. But I'm really, really nervous. So after prejudging, after I nailed my posing that night, I was like, I was really confused on the placing because I had got moved around. Sandy had much, uh, moved us around a lot, and so I didn't, I didn't know. I had butterflies in my stomach. My lip was quivering on stage when they started announcing top five, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, they go to five, they go to four, and then right when they were at third, I was like, please don't call my name. Please don't call my name. And so there were two of us left <laughs> after they called, you know, the third girl. And I was like, oh, my God, I just heard from Like, I was really, really excited. It's, it's an amazing feeling to know that, you know, you worked pretty much two years uh, to turn pro. And after it really happened, at first you're, like, in denial. Did I really just turn pro? Am I a pro bikini athlete? You know, so it's just an amazing feeling. Um, but after getting my pro card, I got really, really nervous about prep, you know, going into my pro debut, and I was like, man, am I going to have enough muscle? I'm short. I have to compete all, against all these tall girls, and, you know, I look like a, a baby lion compared to, like, a giraffe mm-hmm. when I'm on stage, you know, with the pros. So after my pro debut, I got 15th in my pro debut, and then I went on and I did Puerto Rico Pro. I'm not going to lie. I did that show. You know, I was just going to have fun. I really wanted to go with my twin sister, and I was not expecting to get first call out. And it was my second pro show, and I got first call out. And I just remember me saying, number 69, and I'm looking like, okay, where's number 69? And I looked down, and I said, oh, I'm number 69. And so it, I, it's just, I don't know, like it's an incredible feeling. Like I, I had no idea that I, I was up to par, you know, with the other pros. And, you know, I was up there with like Courtney King, you know, Stacey Alexander, and I got first call out with them, you know, so I was really excited, you know, and you feel so blessed after getting off stage and you, you know, you play top five and no matter what you're doing, whether it's, you know, competing or running track or whatever the case may be, but once you accomplish it, it's an unexplainable feeling. You're just so proud of yourself. You're so blessed that you just want to, you want more, you want to continue to inspire and, you know, help other people reach their goals, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I followed you before you won your pro card, and then you won your pro card, and then I saw pictures of you when you um, placed in the Puerto Rico show that you're talking about, and I was like, oh, that's so fantastic. That's so fantastic, because I like, like when I follow someone and they're doing well, and I'm like, oh, that's great, and I love her, and now she's doing well. Like, I remember um, Latoya Watts, when she first competed and she came, I think in seventh or eighth in the first Olympia. And I love her. She's like one of my favorite figure athletes. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, she came in seventh. She's still my favorite. I don't care. I say, and I love Nicole Wilkins. I'm like, she's just one of my favorites since she started. Um, Her physique is just freaking insane. And then the next year she won it. And I was like, Oh my God, I said she was going to freaking win it last year. And she came in seventh. And she finally freaking, I was just, like, so excited. And my husband's like, what are you talking about? Why do you care? And I'm like, because I, she was my favorite last year, and she won this year. So I just, I love following people and then them doing well. And I'm like, see, there's a reason why I love them. <laughs> That's awesome. But, <laughs> yeah, um, you, yeah, no, it's so cool that you've done so well. And, Naima, how about you for winning your title that you won this year? Um, <clears throat> it was extremely exciting, a huge accomplishment, um, came into this year different. I had a new coach. I started off obviously wanting to get my pro card, so I started um, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. I did Pittsburgh. I placed third. I was two away from my pro card. Um, well, actually, I started at, at USA, USA. So I placed fifth. I was four away from my pro card, and, or three away from my pro card because you need to get top two in that in that. Um, competition. I was blown away because I didn't even think I would even come close because that's the biggest um, pro qualifying show of the year and my prep was only six weeks. I changed my coach in the middle of it. I wasn't doing well the first six weeks. I was sabotaging myself. I wasn't believing in myself. I didn't have a good support system. I changed my coach instantly and it was game on from there. 
Um, after placing fifth, I, I went on to Pittsburgh. I placed third. I was two away. Before going to um, Pittsburgh, I said to myself, I really, well, actually, my coach told me I should do the, it, it's really called the Flex the Flex Model Olympian Competition, but this year, Gifted Nutrition sponsored it, and she said, it would be great for you. You should do that. You love to model. It may open up great opportunities for you. I had a girlfriend who was doing it as well, so I decided to um, compete in that one as well. Um, so after Pittsburgh, I had two more weeks. I went to Vegas. I was a little nervous because I didn't have anyone I was going with, but since my girlfriend was there, she let me room with her, and we had a great time, and I really just thought to myself, let's just have fun with this one, you know? It's not going to be my pro card, but let's have fun. You never know what can happen. I didn't think at all that I would win. I, I was just like, we're going, we're having fun, it's, it's girl time, you know, we're going to we're gonna go to the Olympia, we're going to see the pros, and um, I remember being, I remember getting there not knowing what to expect. They don't give you any information. They don't tell you how many girls are going to be there. You assume you're all in one big class. Um, I got there, there was lots of girls, so many girls. I mean, there was, I think, 78 girls. And I'm thinking to myself, this is absolutely insane. Usually, in a pro-qualifying class, you have about maybe 30, 40, sometimes 50. But this time, it was 78. (laughs) So I was so nervous. Um, The judge, the head judge, Amanda Latona, are you kidding me? I think (laughs) she's me for Amanda Latona. I mean, she's gorgeous. Um, And I just went up there. uh, They showed us, you know, briefly what we had to do. We went up there. I remember being super nervous. I remember dancing. I remember trying to get all the nervousness out. I did my thing. I looked at the judges. I got off the stage, and I realized I didn't hit my marker. My girlfriend told me, Naima, you didn't go to the X. Like, I didn't even walk all the way to the front of the city. So I'm freaking out, like, all day. I'm like, all night, I say to myself, oh, my God, I didn't go to the X. This is terrible. You know, I wake up the next day because it was a two-day competition, and and I just was like, let's just do this thing. You never know what's going to happen. They do first call out at this show, but the first call out really wasn't the first call out. Um, I remember meeting Amanda Latona. She told me that I looked great. I looked like a pro. She was really sweet, but I just felt like she was being sweet to everyone. <laughs> She's a sweet yeah. lady. And um, when I went up there, I um, was called, you know, the, the first four people, and then I was the last one called, and I won, and it felt amazing. Um, one, thing that I, one thing that was really amazing was that everyone from DNC was there. I had my sponsor. I had people that worked with my sponsor. Um, they were there jumping up for joy, you know, screaming my name, so I felt, you know, really loved in that aspect. Um, I, I really opened my eyes up to see how many people were there. You know, there were so many people in this building watching this, and it felt really good to win. The thing that we won, I mean, I won $2,000. I won two VIP tickets to the following Olympic year. And um, with that money, I bought myself a brand-new treadmill. So I took the money and I invested in a brand-new treadmill for morning cardio. And it was just a, a big wake-up call telling myself, Naima, now, now the next step. Now it's your pro card. Now it's go time. You know, so I feel like things like that, this, this title really gave me a lot of um, confidence and reassurance that this is what you love, this is something you're good at, and you can really make a difference in someone else's life if you just believe in yourself and let everyone, you know, tell everyone your story and tell them that they can do it too, and we all start somewhere. So what... Um and kind of going off what you said, what advice do you guys have for girls that are um, looking to compete? Like, that's kind of a broad question, I guess. What are, like, two or three things that you guys would say to someone, a girl that's like, I want to compete in NPC Bikini Show? What would you say to them as, like, some tips that you'd give them? I would, I would start off with asking them why they want to. <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, well, what, what makes you want to do that? Um, just because, like, I know how hard it is, <laughs> and I and I feel like some girls, um, they really just want to lose weight or they want to, you know, 
I don't, I don't know, do you, just completely transform. So first I tell them, well, wh- wh- why do you really want to do it? I mean, if it's something about transforming or, you know, losing a little bit of weight, I tell them, start small. Find a local show. You know, you don't want to spend a lot of money. Find, you know, um, an inexpensive bikini. Um, you don't even need to start off with a coach if you don't want to. Do a little bit of research on your own. Um, do your first show. See how you like it. You know, sometimes I, I the other day I, I told this one girl because she told me she keeps wanting to do shows, but she never she never actually follows through with them. I told her, I said, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone you're doing a show. Just do it for yourself. Start off with why you want to do it. And remember that you're doing it for yourself. Do the show. Don't tell anyone. And what happens, happens. You know, but um, that that I guess that's some of the things that I always tell people. I ask people, you know, why do you want to do it? If you, you know, start off small, you know, do a little bit of research and do your first show. And if you like, to, if you like it, keep going. If you don't, then you know you had a great run. But um, I guess that's pretty much what I start off with. I definitely agree with her statement. Um, my first year competing, I didn't have a coach. Um, my twin sister helped me out a lot, and um, I didn't get my first coach until after my first nationals. And my first nationals without a coach, I played seventh. And um, so the following year, I finally got a coach. You know, I did some research. I um, made sure that this was what I wanted to invest in. And, you know, you just have to make sure that you know – this is what you want to do. You want to make sure that you invest time and and money in it and that it's what you want to do. Yeah, I agree. You have to I, you have to really be certain for sure. And it is very expensive. And I started off with a coach. Um, I guess you can kind of do it either way, but it is expensive. So if you are going to start off with a coach, um, and you're going to invest, and it is a, you want to get a good coach when you get a coach. You don't want to go for someone that's offering the cheapest prices. You want to go to an experienced right. coach that's going to take care of you and do right by you, and it's expensive. I'll warn you ahead of time. So if you're going to start off with a coach and spend the money, you better be invested because it's it's a fortune um, if you're looking to yeah. do it. So if, if you want to go all in and, and do it, and it doesn't mean that you have to place. I mean, you could be – facing, you know, an amazing group of women and you could all look fantastic and you may not place, but you want to put your whole heart and soul into competing if you're going to hire someone, if you're going to go all in. Um, so, because it's an expensive hobby and it is nice to get sponsors, I'll tell you that, because it gets a little bit crazy and you guys travel for shows. I I traveled one or two times for shows, um, but the more you travel, the crazier it gets. So, what what can we expect to see from both of you guys in 2016 do you have shows lined up or um, any modeling gigs or what can we see from you Um, well 2016 um, I've definitely told myself I really need to focus on balance more so one of my goals is just to kind of you know find a balance with my nutrition um, really dig deep and figure out um, you know I guess love myself a little bit more and not be so focused about every everything else around me because if I focus more on myself, then I'll be able to get further. Um, with that being said, my first show in May will probably or my first show will be in May. That's the first uh, pro qualifier uh, Junior USA's. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I know. I mean, I don't really want to say it now because I'm not really sure if it's going to happen. But there has been a clothing company that's kind of reached out to me. So I'm hoping that she um, does really want me to model for her her uh, fitness line. If that happens, that'd be great. I'd be shooting with her in February and um, modeling uh, fitness clothes. And my I guess some of my other goals would probably be to just reach out to other companies and fitness companies and also maybe even think about um, starting my own business myself, really thinking about what I want my niche to be in um, 2016, but ultimately my main goal is getting my pro card. I I dream every day to get on the Olympic stage. So um, if that happens this year, that's great. If it doesn't happen this year, I'm going to go on to the next year and the next year and the next year because it's just something I I love to do. 
Um, one thing that I wanted to say real quickly is don't get discouraged when you do not play. So something that Melinda mentioned is that sometimes you don't play. Sometimes you go to a competition and everyone looks great. And bikini is very subjective. So you you really you really don't know you know who's showing up. You really don't know where you know what what the judges want. But just because the judges didn't pick you does not mean that you are not amazing, and that does it does not give you a reason to give up. Remember, you're doing it for yourself, and um, with that in mind, you'll you'll go further and you'll reach more goals. And that's kind of the principle that I I teach myself when I I preach every single day, so that I can continue to reach my goals as well. So. Yeah, I'm gonna compete every national or every pro qualifying show this year so I get my pro card. Because <laughs> <But>, um. <laughs> are any of you guys going to the Arnold this year in Ohio? Um, I will be there because uh, my twin sister is competing in it, so I'll be there. Because I'm going, but I won't not be competing. competing, obviously. But I'll be able to meet you guys. I'll be um I'll be at a booth this year, so I'm looking forward to like meeting people that I have interviewed that I've never actually met in person or people that, you know, I've followed or had conversations with. So, and your sister is actually fantastic too. I follow her as well, but I kind of wanted to keep us a bikini show, which is why I didn't have her on, but hopefully I can meet her in person and maybe have her go on the show and do like a figure show. So that would be, that would be cool, but hopefully I'll meet some of you there. But what goals do you have for 2016? For 2016, um, my one of my goals is to finish my degree um, and apply to PA school so I can go to PA school in January. Um, my other goal is to continue to inspire as many people as possible, whether it's through social media or just, you know, doing interviews or talking to someone in person. Um, I really want to continue to do that. And... Um, my other goal, I have a lot of goals, FYI. Um, That's good. <laughs> to, um, I am currently in prep. Um, I do have a show uh, the second week of March and the third week of March. And um, it's not official yet, but I will be announcing it on social media over the next few days. So um, stay tuned. And, um I do plan to attempt to make it to the O and go from there. Um, my That's always been my dream is to compete at least one time on the Olympia stage with my sister. Yeah, because she went last year, right? Yes. Didn't she? Yeah. She competed last year. I sound like such a stalker right now. This is awful. Cause I'm <laughs> I'm like, I follow you, I follow you, and I follow your sister, but... I love, I just find inspiration from people online all the time. So um, so that would be cool. Now, for people listening in, we have a couple minutes left, but what does it take to qualify um, to compete at the Olympia, for those that don't know? Um, to qualify for the Olympia, you either have to win a pro show, and it has to be like Olympia qualifiers. So you either have to, be, you either have to win it, or you can qualify on points. So at each Olympia uh, qualifier show, if you place top five, you know, you get points. Like fifth place is like one point, fourth place is two points, et cetera. So if by the time all the shows are done, if you are in the top five with points, you qualify on the point system to go to the Olympia. But other than that, you have to win a show. It's extremely hard in bikini to qualify for Olympia. Yeah, there's a lot of you guys um, that compete. So, but that's a great goal to have, and I'm sure that you'll accomplish yeah. that. If it's not the next, if it's not this year, it may be next year. But because um, you just started competing as a pro, so um, right, that'd I be awesome to see you up there. You do, but it would be awesome to see you up there on stage. Um, and I hope I want to thank both of you because we're kind of coming down to our last sixty seconds. It's crazy how um, fast the show flies by, but I want to thank you both for taking the time out to come on the show and talk with me and kind of open up yourselves to people that are listening in. And you you guys are both fantastic, uh, passionate women who are both smart and beautiful. And um, definitely for people listening in, it's these two are 
two girls that you definitely want to watch. You know, they're going to be doing big things in the next few years, and I'm going to certainly um, post both on my fitness page and my regular Facebook page, which uh, fitness page is MCFit87. Uh, I'll go ahead and post links so you can see both of these women and follow them through the next year and maybe post some comments and encourage them to work towards their goals. So thank you guys very much for doing the show. I appreciate having you on. Of course. Thank Thank you. you so much. Thank you. So have a good night, and I'll see everyone back in a couple weeks for my next show. Bye. Bye. Bye.